When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Scaredy Chat. I'm Monica Suryagi. And I'm Caitlin Riley. This week, we are rebroadcasting our episode that we've recorded with Sam Collins. Sam is a hilarious YouTuber who takes down everyone from Tucker Carlson to random Karens on the internet. Uh, He is absolutely hilarious, and you will definitely appreciate his comedy. But for this episode, we hope that you appreciate his talk of all of his fears, which includes a very relatable one about a certain type of bug. Spiders, of course. So all you arachnophobes and everybody else, stay tuned for this episode. But first, a story from me and Monica. It is spooky season. It's Halloween time, the most wonderful time of the year. And uh, I feel like I feel like we talk about horror movies pretty frequently on the podcast in some kind of nostalgic throwback type of way. But since it's Halloween season, I want to know what are you watching now, Caitlin? What horror movies do I need to catch up on this October? So I feel like there's this type of horror movie where it kind of like messes with you psychologically and it almost doesn't make you scared as much as it makes you sad. Mm. And that was the movie that I watched the other day. It was really great but it just bummed me out completely. It kind of midsummered me, if you will, because that's sort of how I felt after the ending of Midsummer. <laughs> I was like, oh, great, but bummed out. Um, but this movie, it was called The Night House. So it's such like a simple premise, but it's sort of like a really interesting take on the haunted house genre. Basically, simple premise, but the idea is a woman's husband dies as in every single haunted house movie that has ever been made. But of course. Woman, <laughs> the woman's husband dies. Um, Rebecca Hall is the main character, is the actress. She is phenomenal in absolutely everything. But she is a widow now. She is living alone in this, like, gorgeous house by the lake that her husband, like, bolts with his hands because I guess people build houses in this universe. I can't imagine wow. how he constructed nope. this <laughs> this house by himself. But anyway, so she starts like hearing things in her house and seeing things and she starts getting messages from what she thinks is her husband and it's all very unsettling. And then 
she goes across the lake and there is this house that is almost like a mirror image of her house. Ooh. And she sees like um, like kind of like mirror images of her and people who like look like her but aren't quite her. And it's just all very, very unsettling. And obviously the whole thing ends up being sort of like this e- examination of grief and like what it means to die and all of that stuff. Um, and I don't want to spoil it too much because it goes to some pretty interesting dark places. But yeah, I feel like this movie is a little bit more of like an indie horror than, you know, maybe like the bigger ones like Candyman and, um, you know, the upcoming Scream. like Halloween. Halloween. Scream. Ugh, yes. I'm so excited for Scream next year. I, I can't wait. I think I'm going to get a Scream two t-shirt i saw them at old baby and i'm like wait wait, i think i want one i think i want it i think (laughs) i want it there's also this is perfect for our audience there's also a goosebumps one but yeah but this movie just it got me thinking about like horror movies that like really really bummed me out like leaving them i was just like oh man uh like this is just mm, like it was so good but i don't feel like cathartic the way i do after i watch a slasher movie um <laughs> like like at the end of scream even though everything is bad in the sense that most of uh sydney's friends and family have been murdered and violently slaughtered basically in her house you're still sort of like oh, okay cool like but she's going to be okay there's like a final girl here and I won't spoil the ending of the night house because it's not about it's not that everybody dies or whatever, but it just leaves you with this like sense of like, oh, like there is nothing to be won here. Mm-hmm. Only, only maybe sort of uh, uh, survived in just the truest sense of the word. Like we're just to live through this. We are not to vindicate anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like it's, and you're right. It's a certain type of movie that doesn't leave you with any sense of empowerment or victory. Even, you know, even you can have those feelings even after watching eight people get killed, you know? Like, oh, yeah. But yeah, some, I mean, I personally felt good at the end of Midsummer because I was like, that's right. You burned your boyfriend. You burn him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there are, you know, but. Flip side, hereditary, there's no feeling of... Oh, God. That's another yes. one where you're like, and... Okay, so everyone... Oh, okay, yeah, nothing good. Okay, yeah, it's all bad. <laughs> yeah, hereditary, I will say, probably had more of that feeling than Midsummer did. But I think with Midsummer, you kind of realize that she's trapped upon, like, further examination of, of you no, thinking about the movie. you cannot forget that the American FBI is coming. Yes, that is your theory that everyone is going to be saved. I'm not as not optimistic saved, about law enforcement. Like, not saved because they're all dead, but I think the FBI right. is going to raid this cult and be like, what are you doing? You cannot kill American citizens without us noticing. Like, we're coming. Do you think, do you think that there's going to be like a true crime podcast afterwards that someone does about like the Midsummer cult? Yes. I'd be like, yeah. And then shortly after, Christian was burned in the bear costume. Spoilers. They everyone were raided. Seen it. They were raided. It's possible. It. I mean, I I still am a little... I, it just seems too good to be true for the fictional universe. I, but, I mean, maybe but, the beauty of it is that they only <laughs> gather once every so many years, then they disperse and they're harder to find, but... Yeah, that's true. I guess it's not, it's not where they live permanently. I honestly don't no, remember. No, it's like a weird retreat, but they're... I, as much as I want her to stay there and live her weird uh, cult Swedish fantasy, the FBI is coming. So, 
it, they're coming. I guess they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Honestly, I know we talk about it all the time, but the ring kind of gives you this feeling too. That's where true. you're like, of just like trapped. pain, trapped, grief. We did not succeed in our mission, you know? And yeah, that it's a different kind of horror movie. It's, it's really, it's significantly less fun, but I think you ponder it for much longer. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll... Okay, so the people who made The Night House, the writers of The Night House, also made this movie. It's on Netflix. It's really good, but it is... It is definitely, like, a different kind of a movie. I really enjoyed it, but it's called Super Dark Times. And the premise is basically a group of friends and spoilers, kind of, but this is sort of just what the movie is. Spoilers, but basically they're... They're playing in the in the field with a sword, and one of the kids accidentally dies mm. by the sword because don't throw Did he die by his objects own around. <laughs> he actually it wasn't his own sword, <laughs> but um, the movie is definitely like a tough watch in some ways because it gets really intense in ways that you might not expect. But it just left me, like, thinking about it for so long. I actually ended up, like, tweeting at the writers, and I was like, explain yourselves. <laughs> you nice, so much pain. In a nice, friendly, happy way. But, yeah, but I think that sometimes you need a movie like that. You need a movie that is just, like, unafraid to be dark and bleak, and it, you can't you can't only watch that. You know, mm-hmm. you can't only watch that. It's a balance um, of the kind you take in for sure. The idea of like the villain winning in horror is so interesting because I think a lot of times horror is about vindicating like something or someone like in the movie It, they eventually take down the clown. You know, it takes a few years, like 30, but they eventually succeed and sometimes it, it doesn't happen that way in real life. And there are certain things you can't really overcome. You really can't overcome, like, death. You can't really no. overcome grief. It changes, but it doesn't really go away. And I think that's very interesting to explore. So this has been a very esoteric opening to <laughs> Scary Chat. But the bottom line is go watch Nighthouse. Um, and the writers, just so everyone is aware, um, it is Ben Collins and Luke Piotrowski. And I am so hoping that I am pronouncing Piotrowski correctly. And it's directed by David Bruckner. Nice. So. Well, we're about to have a chat with another Collins. We're going to be talking oh, to... Uh, yes. Wow. Right? Look at that segue. <laughs> nice segue. Thank wow. Uh, we're going to be talking to YouTuber Sam Collins about his fears. So please stick around. All right, everybody, it is time to talk to Sam Collins. You know him as a YouTuber and the host of the Outspoken Podcast. Hey, Sam. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited, actually. This is like my first my first guesting experience. Oh, really? <gasps> you have such a yeah. huge following. I mean, like, you. I was watching your videos on YouTube Um <laughs> today and i just died over like the tucker carlson oh my god i just watched that one too i i love what is wrong with that man he's such a (laughs) he's such a character except he's a real person yeah so that's horrible but (laughs) you know that is what it is uh but yeah you have a hilarious commentary on the absurd 
and unfortunate things. And you're so funny. World. Like sometimes you just like <laughs> the way you just like burn the camera because what even else is there to say? <laughs> yeah. Is so you. relatable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Sometimes there's nothing to say to these people. Like when they say something so ridiculous, there's nothing to say. You're like, did is that what I actually heard? So yeah. <laughs> it's it's so fun though. I love it. Yes, yeah, so we, we need that right now. We need we that, do. you know, poking fun at these people because they sure. deserve it. Well, today we're kind of going to be poking fun a little bit at yourself, maybe, or at least giving yourself grace from all the things that uh, that you were afraid of, that maybe you're still afraid of these things. Maybe you've really overcome them. Um, but, you know, you're kind of revisiting your younger self. So you shared a story with us over email um, about about spiders, I believe, or you shared a little bit about your fear of arachnoids, arachnids. Which arachnophobia. one is arachnophobia? Which one is uh? Which one? Is, how do you say that? Arachnoids? Arachn- I don't know. I went to a zoo Arach- once. I think it's arachnids. <laughs> arachnids. I went to a zoo and I learned some things, but not enough, clearly. So, but yeah, yeah Sam, yeah. like, why don't you just get into it? Because. You know, this is this is your time to shine your therapy session for your childhood fears. If you haven't done this yet, please unload. Good. I haven't done it yet. All right. So I can just go off about how spiders scare me off. Okay. Oh, I can't even just thinking about them. So when I was younger, this is where I think it all came from, because when I was younger, I was about three years old and I, you don't remember a lot when you're three years old, there's not much to remember, but I actually vividly remember this. So I guess I, I was sick because I asked my mom a couple of days ago and I was sick. So the doctor gave some medications to take and I guess I took them to get better. And I had a hallucination effect, which I've never had before. Like after this, I never had that before. So um, what I remember is being a kid, I was laying in my bed and the whole room was covered in spiders. The whole room, everything, my bed, the floor, oh my the walls, God. and I actually saw it <laughs> and I started freaking out. And I think it was, I think it was in the middle of the night, maybe. And my mom oh, came in, she was so like, scary. like what, what's going on? Like, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing on you. And I just kept freaking out saying like, they're on me. There's, there's spiders on me. There's stuff on me. And I just kept freaking out. So, um, it didn't happen again after that, but I that has stuck with me because I'm 25. That has stuck with me forever, and I remember that. So as I got older, uh, I liked bugs. I liked um, like lizards, whatever I could find outside, little thingies. I like having bugs. I had a bug hotel. I had a little like. <laughs> I love that. that. You had a bug I, hotel? I, I kind of had something similar, not like a formal <laughs> one, but my friend Marissa and I, shout out if you're listening to this, Marissa, but no pressure. Um, we would collect <laughs> bugs and we had homes for them and stuff, but now I, I can't touch them. So it's kind of crazy, but. Isn't that weird how that works? Yeah. Like yeah. The, the bug hotel and, but could never, spiders were not welcome, right? So. Oh no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But, it's like discrimination, but just against spiders. <laughs> yeah. So um, as I kept getting older, I just still had a fear of spiders. Like they would, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced it, but sometimes spiders get in the car. And if I saw a spider in the car, I would freak out. And it continued as I got older. And so now today, when I still, when I see a spider, 
I get the chills. I can't, I just, I don't like it. I feel like a lot of people don't like spiders though too, but it really, all my friends make fun of me for it. So they're not as scared as I am. And then I feel embarrassed. So I'm just like, I just, I don't know. They just give me the creeps, dude. So I mean, you're definitely not alone. Yeah. You shouldn't feel bad about being afraid of spiders. They're fucking freaky. They, yeah. yeah, spiders yeah. are freaky. Well, yeah. they don't make like a million horror movies featuring spiders because they're such like a pleasant thing. I will say, I will say, I I really don't like bugs. I I have a I wouldn't say I have a phobia. It's more just like a big hatred for them. I don't think spiders are on that list though. I find them to be the more pleasant. Um, truthfully, as long wow. as they're not poisonous. Sam was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, so I, I think for me, and maybe maybe you've seen this movie, maybe you haven't, but you know what really solidified it for me was, honey, I, honey, we shrunk ourselves. Have you ever seen that movie? No. And is I, this a sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? It is. It's a better one. It's a better film. But Here, in that I movie, I haven't seen this, but I'm going to take a wild guess in the dark that they befriend a spider. Yeah, they do. They befriend a spider. But at first, you know, they, I think one of the characters like hates spiders or is afraid of spiders. And then the spider ends up being the thing that saves them when they get to the spider's level. I think what's interesting about this fear for you specifically is that it doesn't come from a real life bad spider experience. It's from a, a dream, a hallucination. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think, I think baby Sam probably had a bad experience with the spider and you don't have memory of it, but then it came out in this weird fever toddler dream that you had. Yeah. This, one of these spiders traumatized me. Had to have happened. Was one of your friends, you talked a little bit, you talked a little bit about how your friends make fun of you for having this fear of spiders. Have they ever done anything any pranks or any just like, you know, mean friend shit that uh, that you can recall based on your fear? Have they ever put a spider in your bed? <laughs> I'm not really sure if <laughs> oh people do that. Oh my God, if that. they're doing this to you, you need new friends. I know, I was, what they would do is, I don't even remember if it's specifics. I don't know if it was like my mom or my friends and my mom's gonna probably listen to this. But if they would get a spider, catch it or kill it, bring it near me. And then I'd be like, you just, I can't bring it. Just, I don't care if it's dead. I don't care if it's in a cup. Just, I don't want it near me. I don't want to look at it. So that could like also make it even more worse. You know, like you're putting the spider in my face. What about spiders does it for you? What, what is it that you're just like, nah, dude? Uh, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's the way they move. I don't like the way that they hang, they hang and they fly around everywhere. And like, then you can feel the web on you. I've walked into spider webs. Um, I've had them hang down right in my face. So that was scary to me too. And I actually, I was just working on a video the other day and apparently a spider made a home on my window outside of it. And I saw something run down. It's outside because a fly got caught in the web and then it started spinning. It started doing all its like little funky stuff. And I was like, ugh, just, I, ugh, really? Like it's right in my window. Oh. Have you ever read the book Charlotte's Web? I feel like I'm the biggest I was defender. Just of, ask that. I'm like, how dare you? How <laughs> I, I love the movie. You? Right? Yes, it's I've such seen the a movie. good. Yes. So that was a big formative book for me. Like I, E.B. White, he like wrote a bunch of books about animals and like why we should respect them. 
Um, not saying, look, I'm not judging you for your spider hatred. I'm just saying I feel like we should, you know, in Charlotte's Web, Charlotte is absolutely lovely. And maybe all spiders are like that. So maybe instead of you being afraid of them, we should just all reframe them as Charlotte's. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you ha- the next time you see a spider, you have to name it and assign it a personality. Yeah. Like a lovely one. Like, who is the voice of Charlotte in that movie that they did? It's like some... It's like some very, like, ethereal celebrity. Like, I want to say it's Amy Adams, but I don't think it is Amy <laughs> Adams. I think that was way before her time, actually. But, you know, it's like that, so like a, a celebrity that you just, like, feel very comforted by. Ooh, yeah. Who's your you know? favorite, like, celeb voice? That's your spider. My favorite. Ce- uh... <laughs> All right. The Weeknd. That's a great one. I love The Weeknd. That Weekend. is such a good <laughs> voice That's... choice. Yes. Yeah. Or Ariana Grande. I, I don't know if I feel, oh my God, like, yeah, I can't do it. Can you do it? Her, like, little yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a spider. Yeah. yeah. God, I'm going to get, like, Arianators being like, okay, how dare you? Like, how, yep. how dare you attempt that? That was embarrassing. But yeah, yep. no, she would be great. She'd be a great spider voice. She should be in more voice roles. <clears throat> That's my opinion. She should. I agree. It's She has a nice voice. She has a beautiful voice. And the next time you see a spider, you're just going to pretend it's Ariana Grande. I will. <laughs> I seriously will. I'll, th- I'll have to think about it. It'll make it a lot better. Was your, be. Did your mom, like, panic? Was she like, oh, God, my child. Ah, there's no spiders in here. <laughs> I don't, I feel like, I feel like I asked her a little bit. I feel like she would be calm and she'd be like, what, like, what are you, there's nothing here. Like, you're fine. You're fine. I'm going to have to ask her after this. I am curious because like, like uh, my mom talks in her sleep and uh, she'll just say, obviously, incoherent, crazy things. And sometimes she'll start yelling and like somebody has to wake her up and then you wake her up and she's like, what? What? Why did you wake me up? We're like, mom, you were just like screaming. (laughs) (laughs) You were just screaming. What do you mean? What? She's like, why? What? (laughs) <laughs> my mom does the same thing not often but one time she was asleep on the couch she just started hysterically laughing hysterically <laughs> laughing she was completely asleep she's gonna kill me for this actually but sorry mom i have the video saved on my phone um still nice. and then she just we wake her like i think my my dad i think is filming her or i'm filming her or something and then we in the video she wakes up and then she looks at us and she laughs and she just goes it's so funny but like we have no idea what's funny and i think that's just great it's so sometimes sometimes that could be pleasant i guess but that's very cute yeah so sam did you have any other sam did you have any other childhood fears other than spiders were you a brave kid did you you know you said you played with lizards and liked other bugs but like what like were you which is pretty brave because yeah yeah (laughs) i i uh you said other fears Yep. As a kid, um, uh, I don't, not stuff like spiders. I think I was more scared. It would be like deeper, deeper things, like more scared of disappointing your parents and stuff. But I wasn't really, I guess nothing else really scared me. You got any like, uh. Uh, anything from any movies or like a book you read that you're like, oop, never gonna forget that. That's disturbing. Yes, of E.T. 
Yes. Oh, good one. Yeah. Uh, he kind of looks like a bug. I'm not going to lie. Like, he does look like a bug. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. About, he just, I saw that movie too when I was a kid. He looks, if, I don't know if anybody has watched it who's listening. You guys watch it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's been so long. Yeah. It's almost like I haven't seen it at this point, but yeah. Yeah. It's like you barely remember it, but I was terrified as a kid of E.T. Just, I don't know. I don't know if it was like the sounds. He just looks, he looked weird in the movie. And then um, I forget, <laughs> I forget who did it, but we had an E.T. stuffed doll and somebody put it in my closet nope. when I was a kid. <laughs> and I opened the closet and I saw it. I started freaking out. I don't know why I didn't Aww. like E.T. though. He's nice. Yeah, I, he's, he's, he's nice. So I was like, what is yeah. my issue with, what's the issue with him? You know? You know they're going to reboot E.T. I know. Well, I think they've tried a few times, but they never quite get it right. It's going to be like a Sonic problem, I think. Like, they're going to do like a 3D version of it. And everyone's going to be like, what the hell? Like, why does E.T. have such big teeth? And then it's going to be, no one's going to like it. I, I just, I, I <laughs> yeah. see I see the future. Part of the guys. charm, charm, quote unquote charm, of E.T. is that it is like a designed puppet. You know, I don't think it works if it's CG. Yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like a lot, of the, we ju- we're just now coming out of a 10 year span of terrible CG. Like, I feel like as society, we are just starting to move past it. Let's not ruin it with an attempt at E.T. Let's just not not do it. No. That feels fair. Yeah. Feels fair. Well, Sam, we've uh, pulled enough of your childhood fears out of you. And now we would like to play a game. Not like a saw. Like to play a game. Like a more fun. Like to play a game. Why not? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Would you like to play a game? (laughs) Yes. I love these films. Yes. Um, This game is called Chill or Chilling, where we run made-up scenarios by you. And um, chill is like chill. Yeah, I would do that. Chill. Uh, Chilling is like chilling, like to the bone. Like, no, I won't do that. Too scary. Pass. Okay. I love it. I'm excited for it. Yay. Yay. Kate, you want to do the first one? Yeah, I'll read the first one. Okay, so the first one is Swimming with Sharks. Chill or Chilling? Chilling. Absolutely not. I agree. That's a smart life choice. Would you do it if you were in one of those boxes? Yeah. Not boxes. Cages, I guess. Nope. nope. <laughs> I still like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I agree. Like, I don't need that. You know, it's sort of you like a... Know. Yeah. yeah. What if they do bump into it? Crack it? Oh, yeah. no. Nope. And you're you're done. Well, I unless also, they're nice sharks. I mean, in which case, why are you in a cage? Do you know what I mean? Like you're in, yeah, you're like in a the cage. Yeah, there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, so no, yeah. they, no. <laughs> it's, it's silly. Very silly. No, 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 no. I think it's one of those things where like we've seen it. I, I'm sure sharks, I know actually that sharks are not as bad as they are in movies. However, they're still animals that you don't want to mess with. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a smart call. Good job. Good job Thank on you. making the right choice. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm like, <laughs> when I see the videos, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I would never do it because why tempt fate? Like, why? Exactly. Why Why? why take the chance? Unless you're a shark lover and, you know, you want to you wanna see them up close and all that stuff. But I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. I'm with you. All right, next one. This one is going on a blind date. 
Chill or chilling? I would chill with that. Yeah, because why, why not, you know? How blind a date are we talking, Monica? Because you wrote this. Is oh, this true. like over an well, app or is this like no. you're blindfolded in a restaurant? You can't I like. I think it's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not time. being. You're not being held hostage. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> is that not what blind dates refer to usually? Okay. I no, was under different impressions. I think it's like. You know, the old school version of it where it's like a friend is like, oh, you have to go out with my friend. And then you know nothing about them and they just show up at the bar or restaurant or whatever. And kidnap you. Blindfold you. And they blindfold you, chloroform you, and shove them in your van. Right, okay. Or you in their van. (laughs) Chill. That would be, I would like that, you know? No, I'm joking. But yeah, I would do it because you never know. It's like taking a little, it's like playing roulette. You take a guess on the number, see if it's good whatever doesn't work out oh well that's true oh, yeah That'd i think cool. some people i think some people are like they can't release that control you know like they need to be in control of the situation and who they're interacting with and those are people that don't love the idea of blind dates but i think they could be fun yeah we'll you make a list of, of single people we know and we'll just send them up to canada be like go <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll play I'll do a video out of it. Oh, It'll actually that would be hilariously fun. That yeah, would be so let fun. Us, <laughs> let us know like what what your vibe is and we'll send some people your way. <laughs> nice. Okay, okay. That that would be a fun podcast, actually. Oh my god, that would that. Yeah. okay, that's that'd our be, next one, everyone. Yeah, we, it's we'll figure that whenever out. Whenever <laughs> we have an idea on this podcast, I like to say, don't even try it. It's copyrighted. <laughs> don't even try it. We've copyrighted <laughs> everything before it went to Property before it published. Sam, Caitlin, and Monica. Don't even try it. <laughs> yep. So this one is being a vampire. Not sure how you become one, but have you seen Twilight? Yes, 10 years ago. Okay, cool. Okay, some of us revisit it every so often, but, you know, (laughs) no one on this podcast, (laughs) clearly. Um, So anyway, if you want me to do the whole plot of Twilight, I will. But um, let's, yeah, so you're sparkly. So that's fun. You do have to drink blood. You probably do have to live with some people who are very, you know, questionable. Like, half of the people in Twilight who are vampires are, like, really mean. And then half of them, like, want to kill you. So other... So let's pretend you're in the the Cullen family. Are you going to... You live forever, sort of, unless somebody kills you, which actually happens kind of a lot. Basically, the only way you're going to die is if someone stabs you in the heart with a wooden stick or they just twist your head off. Because they can do that. Which is easy in this universe. Uh, It happens more than it should. Yes. What is what is your question? Oh, Would you be you, a vampire? Do you He's want like, that? I listen to all of that. What oh. are you asking of me? <laughs> <laughs> Would I want to be a vampire? Yeah. 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 Chill. Absolutely. <gasps> why? Why? After everything I told you, why? Why? I I love Twilight. I love the Vampire Diaries. <gasps> I think it really? is really so, yes. Are you a Vampire Diaries fan? TVD. Are you watching yes. Legacies? No, I have to. It's good. It's it's. I like it. I, Every, I have it's, to. It's actually there's a lot of content I really enjoy on there. Yeah, so. I, it would be so cool. That is my aspiration in life is to be a vampire. But you do you do have to drink people's blood. I feel like that's like a you know that though. But yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Sam's like I cool. said what I said. 
<laughs> I said what I said. I'm going to yes. be honest. I did really want to be a vampire for a while. Like that was a thing when I was a kid. <laughs> like I did. I did want that. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was really cool. I really liked vampires growing up. I thought it was, it was like they scared me, but it was more like, they were like, also, they were all, even like the, you know, like the Cullens are like hyper hot, but even yeah. other vampire representations were still hot. All vampires are pretty much mm-hmm. hot except for like, What's that movie? Day, day, tonight. What is that movie? Oh my god, Ethan Hawke. Oh, also, um, no, they're not really vampires in I Am Legend. They're not. They're like zombies. No, but but like, Interview with a Vampire, hot. Hot. Being yeah. human, hot. Hot. Yeah. Queen of the Damned, hot. Hot. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? I actually think it is like a fear of um, or not a fear, but yeah, I think that the origin. I I actually took a class. In college, on uh, not on vampires, but it was called. It was honestly my favorite class, or one of my favorite classes for sure, called Philosophy of Horror, and we studied vampires, um, for a while, like a ba- vampire literature, so like Dracula, but also this like really cool lesbian vampire book called I think Cam- Carmilla. Oh God, Sounds someone is hot. yelling. If someone's listening, they are yelling at this podcast because that's not right. Camil- <laughs> Carmilla. Something like that. But there's, like, a lot of, like, really... I think that the fear that is a vampire is somebody, like, the seduction of, like, innocence. And usually when a lot of these vampire things were written, you know, women weren't really allowed to, like, you know, have agency. And it was, like, always, like, the corruptible, innocent woman kind of a thing. And I think uh, that's why they're hot, basically. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's making not, sense. Yeah. It's not the best reason. <laughs> You're like, yeah. no, it could be better. <laughs> but yeah, hey, we yeah. got a lot of hot vampires out of it. Because, I mean, you know, then we have, like, something like True Blood, where also all those people are hot and, you know. All of them. Yeah. I got to see so that that's one. fun. Oh, it's fun. Gets a little weird, but it's super fun. Sam, super I have fun. A, I have a quick story for you. One time, Caitlin and I were at a party. This is years ago. And we met... One of the cast members from True Blood. No, and, from Vampire Diaries. Oh, from Vampire Diaries. I'm sorry, yes. all the same. From Vampire uh, yeah, Diaries. Well, yes, but <laughs> and uh, at the time, I think now, if that were to happen, we would have been more chill about it. But this I like was to like think we were vaguely chill we were about it. Vaguely chill. This was like four, four or five years ago. He'll literally and, never uh-oh. listen to this, so it's okay. Well, you never know what's going to happen, Caitlin. He might. Hmm? He might. He might. He might. I hope he does because we were very confused by his accent. Do you remember Enzo from The Vampire Diaries? Uh-huh. It was him and his brother. Yeah. Enzo on The Vampire Diaries is British. Mm-hmm. So Enzo was with his brother, who is from Ohio. Enzo, <laughs> the guy, is also apparently from Ohio. So he still has the accent. And it was... <laughs> we still don't know why. <laughs> I hope he has a long, thriving career. They were super nice, actually. I thought they were like oh pretty God, nice. Yeah, they were super nice. And we were like lame and like dumb and young. And like we we're like, ha! And they were like still talking to us, so that was yeah. nice. Yeah, How did yeah. He, wait, he was doing the British accent still. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. Like, and then he was like, "We went." I forget. It was that's weird. So <laughs> 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 and we like sat like in the car back. We're like, "That's weird." <laughs> like, like why? Like he's not that's... his brother. Is their brothers? Yeah. Like you know, you know. Yeah, it's I weird. think. I think He's that's so kind weird. of a thing. I think that's a thing that actors do when they have to prepare to be British because I've been to several parties now 
where I know this person is American and they are talking to me with a British accent. And then later in the night, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I actually just booked a role where I'm going to be from London. So I'm talking like this. I hate that. Hate that. That is, that's like when Jared Leto or whoever, any actor, is like, I have to be method for this role. No, then you're not a good actor. If you have to, like, go do a bunch of drugs to play someone who does drugs, you're just Hot doing you're not drugs. Acting. You're not acting. You're, you're not acting. Drugs. If you have you're to, like, starve drugs. yourself and, like, to be somebody hungry, you're not acting. You're just hungry. Like, I don't <laughs> know what to tell you. Like, anyway, that's my rant. That's Thank my rant. You. I, I appreciated it. Amazing. Well, that Sam, is... I feel yeah. like we came at you really hot and heavy tonight. We're not usually this hyper. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I know. I don't it's, know either. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Thank I need you. that energy. Yeah, we have, we have a lot of energy today. We're really sorry. Um, I hope you so know that cool. I am not criticizing any of your any of your fears. Um, I apologize if it seemed like I was. For some reason, I'm really sensitive that Sam's going to be like, wow, I thought that this was a podcast about people accepting fears and... And Caitlin was really, really on, judgmental. On, so on ET, and I'm gonna go cry now. This is what you're gonna exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if it turned out that like my dad was Steven Spielberg, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, ET paid for me to go to college. Well, yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> what did you just say? ET paid for my third house in in Malibu. So. <laughs> Um, you know, I owe a lot to that little, that little dude. So it's really sad. Well, yeah, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. You're awesome. This was so fun. Um, and please tell people listening where they can find you. Thank you. Yeah. So I do YouTube. If anybody wants to come check it out, you know, there's some of the Tucker Carlson stuff, uh, Sam Collins on YouTube. And if you want to check out my podcast, I do commentary and I'll do it on people like Tucker Carlson, or I'll find something homophobic or transphobic, kind of laugh at it because what people say, it's a little bit out there. So uh, yeah, my podcast is Outspoken, Outspoken, and my channel is Sam Collins. And I do want to say about Sam's podcast is that he carries that podcast by himself with just his opinions and thoughts, which I could never comprehend doing. So you should definitely yes. check it out. It is, it's yeah. A, it's a, honestly, it's so great. It's funny, but it's smart. Um, and if if you've ever just wanted to have like a clear someone telling you that this awful stuff is, is as crazy <laughs> as you think it is, please check out Sam's stuff. Um, do you have any Instagram or social media of any kind that people can follow you at too? I do. Thank you, by the way. Uh, my Instagram and my Twitter are it's Sam Collins with a little it's in front of it. So amazing. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I think that's it for us. Uh, Monica, do you want to carry us out? Yeah, just uh, uh, thank you, Sam, for joining us. This has been super fun and we hope we can chat with you soon again. Of course, of course. I had a lot of fun. It was my first time. So you guys made it really, really great. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Sam, for being with us and sharing all the creepy, crawly things that scared you. And hey, guys, if you are enjoying this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And hey, if you want to keep up with us, we are also on social media. You can find us on Instagram at scaredychat underscore podcast. If you want to be a part of the podcast, 
send your own spooky tale to story at scaredychatpod.com. Bye, scaredy cats. Security Chat was developed and hosted by Caitlin Riley and Monica Moore Suriagi. Produced by Jeff Swimmer. Editing and sound design by Fitz Harris. Theme music by Eric Fashingbauer with samples by Jeff Zahn and Jack Lenz. And Gail Gilman is the executive producer. Hold up. 